Baylor University proudly presents The John Morris Show. Baylor University, where light shine bright. This is The John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for the Baylor Bears. You're very gracious in in thanking and giving credit to our coaches and administrators who uh, are work with you on the budget and understand budget limitations. You know, uh, but I think a big part of that is they respect you and you, the way you do your job so much that uh, you know if Cody says it, that's got to be true. So that's a real credit to you and the way you and, and the folks on your team run the business office. Well, I, I appreciate that, John. I really do. I um, I'm a big believer in transparency. The John Morris Show is also brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. And I think our coaches uh, do feel that way about the business office and, and vice versa. We feel that way about them, that uh, everybody's looking to be successful. And how can we put the resources in place to, to help you do that and uh, in due time? And the communication, we always say this on the front end, is so, you know, a year out, if you can tell us, this is really what I'm eyeing for FY22, and it would make my student-athletes, you know, a year if we could do this. Well, let's let's talk about that and start laying the groundwork in FY21 so that we can get that accomplished. And we have to be adaptable and flexible if something takes place to set us back. Um, but I, I just say, I really think uh, Baylor does an excellent job of that. I think our coaches um, are just special people. I think our administrators are special people. And everybody understands and respects the role and, uh, and, and goals everybody's trying to achieve. Now, from the Petty Clinic Low-T Studio, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. It's Cody Hall in the open. Cody, uh, former Baylor baseball letterman at Baylor, now associate AD for, uh, well, for all things money, uh, finance. Uh, he could be, he would be our CFO of Baylor Athletics. We'll hear from Cody coming up in a bit uh, in the hour today, and really good information from him as he tries to uh, uh, maneuver the budget and revenue shortfalls and where's the money going to come from this year and what if we uh, miss some games, all those things uh, rumbling around in Cody's mind. And uh, he has, he in the business area, it's not just him, but the entire business area in Baylor Athletics. Chris History is uh, part of that. Chris listens to us on a regular, semi-regular basis. Uh, Chris and Katie Smith and, uh, you know, uh, Nancy Post and then Cody Hall, uh, Allison Dillon and Carolyn Morrison also. Uh, they just do a great job in our athletic department. So thought you might like to hear from Cody Hall, and we'll have that coming up in just a bit. Welcome in. Glad you're with us on a, uh, a rainy Tuesday morning here in Central Texas. Yeah, so your rain, uh, your rain jinx uh, continues to work. Yeah, it's got a nice little carryover, doesn't it's it? It's pretty good. <laughs> From Friday, Garrett said, oh, "I never rains in June in Central Texas, and rain Friday night rained. Uh, when was it? Sunday or Monday? Sun- Why not Sunday? I can't remember. Sunday. I think Sunday. Yeah. And now raining uh, this morning here. Rain cooled seventy two degrees right now here in Central Texas. So. Thank you, Lord. We'll take that. Uh, it's uh, it's a million dollar rain. I mean, yes. think about how much water we'd, how much money we'd pay if we were all watering our yards to this extent right now. So that's it's a good a point. Wonderful thing. 
Yeah, I don't, well, considering I don't really have a yard, you know, it's all done for me. I, I don't, I forget about those yeah, things. But true. for the people who have the yards, that's uh, definitely me, appreciative. I don't forget about it. You, uh, you had to get out and move the plants this morning, though, yeah, didn't you? You yeah. had that job. My wife nudged me at like 545. I was like, the plants. So I just, that was all, that's all I needed to hear. <laughs> so I knew said. it was my turn to get up and get them. That's <laughs> great. <laughs> that's pretty good. So good rain and uh, it, it's very light right now, but uh uh, I kind of woke up and heard a little thunder and thought I saw lightning. I said, could that be? And I think it was this morning, about six o'clock. See, and I missed it all again. If she wouldn't have woke me up, I would have had no Slept clue. Slept right through it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good little rain here in central Texas. Uh, told you when you hear from Cody Hall, uh, finances, the topic there, uh, finances for major league baseball continue to be, uh, front and center. And, uh, there appears to be some movement there. Mm-hmm with Major League Baseball, so so uh, that's a good thing. Um, here is the latest Major League Baseball plans to hold a 60-game season that will begin around July 24th, but first players need to sign off on a health and safety protocol and pledge to arrive at home stadiums by July 1st to prepare for the season. That's a report from ESPN. I mean, that's some good progress, but it just seems it shouldn't have took this long in the first place. Oh. But now that they're coming to agreement and we're seeing the cases rise, it's like, what? I know. I know. Is it going to be worth it? Because if you get into the season and you put all this, you've been fighting, you know, back and forth, and then for some reason you have an outbreak and then you're missing games, was it worth it in the yeah. end? Yeah, that's right. I mean, that's that's a gamble. It mm-hmm. really is a gamble at this point. Uh, the league's owners voted yesterday to implement a 60-game uh, season. Uh, hours after Major League Baseball Players Association rejected a 60-game proposal that would have included an extended uh, or expanded postseason and other ancillary uh, salary bumps. But then the owners came right back, didn't waste any time, and said, no, here's what we're doing. Uh, After nearly three months of fruitless negotiations, Major League Baseball opted to use the right given to it in the party's March 26th agreement to impose a schedule of its desired length by choosing a season of 60 games, the league will pack in about as many as it can through September 27th, the league's self-imposed cutoff for the regular season. So starting, uh, again, this plan, it's not set in stone yet, but it's, I guess, as close as we've been, right, to yeah. to having a plan in place. This is definitely the closest. And, I mean, I think 60 games is pretty much perfect at this point. Yeah. What else are you going to do? And then, you know – we just need if you're going to get it going, you got to get going now because you're you're up against the clock, honestly. Because you're going to run into so. the other sports. That's true, and you're, you're just going to run out of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, additionally, the 60 game season could serve as a buffer against a grievance by the MLBPA, which, in the case of a potential uh, implementation, has been expected to charge that the league did not fulfill its duty to complete a as full a season as possible. The league could file grievance against the union as well, uh, fighting there off the field. But uh, right now, this plan, uh, again, a 60-game season. Games would begin July 24th. Regular season would end September 27th. So are all these games supposed to be played like neutrally, like in Florida as well? Or no, is this... I don't think so. I think this is the plan. I'm not positive about this. Right. I think this is the plan where they play in home parks – uh, no fans in attendance. Now that would mean travel. Yeah, you know, with that. So I'm not a hundred percent sure about that. That's going to be the thing is, you know, if the, if they're playing at home, then you're susceptible to the travel, and that's going to give you opportunity to catch it more so, catch it more than the other sports. But right. I don't know. It's just a risk reward thing, I guess. Right. Right. I mean, there's no perfect plan. No, right not now. at all. 
So, uh, so that's the way things stand with Major League Baseball. Would be fun to uh, to uh, get that back uh, as we look uh, about a month from now. Today's June twenty third, mm-hmm. and July twenty fourth is the scheduled uh, start date in this new sixty game plan. You really got to feel for the Rangers at this point, you know, because you have the, the stadium <laughs> and you're looking forward it's... to open it up. And then, I mean, we're not going to have fans until at least next year I if know. you play then. Oh, first year of a new first ballpark, year, it's just a wash <laughs> we went uh you know i told you we went to see my dad in garland mm-hmm. over the weekend we came back kind of a circuitous route came back through arlington uh-huh. and saw the new ballpark sitting there and a couple of things uh, number one it makes the old uh ballpark in arlington look small oh wow you know with the roof kind of it's got a retractable roof mm-hmm. and i think with that on top of it, it just makes the other one look small and you think about that area right there now with uh, the, the ballpark in arlington which is still standing the new Globe Life Field, mm-hmm. the new uh, Texas Live right next to it, and then, of course, the behemoth uh, yeah. uh, AT&T Stadium right there. Man, that is some uh, real estate right there in Arlington. It really is. That's a, that's probably one of the nicest areas for you know sports in general. You yeah. know, it's just yeah. the, the proximity, and you could do so many activities in one little area. Then you got the restaurants and everything. It's just a really nice setup. Yeah. I used to think it was always cool, in, and it is, in Kansas City where they've got Kauffman Stadium where the Royals play, mm-hmm. and they've got Arrowhead Stadium where the Chiefs play. And they're across a big parking lot from each other, you know, and they share parking and uh, they're all, you know, they're both right there together. Right. I thought that's a really cool plan to put both of those together. But now this kind of takes it to the next yeah. level. Yeah. And that helps. I mean, that's kind of like it was in Oakland because you had the uh, the Coliseum and yeah. then you had Oracle. It was like all one big that's you right. know, parking lot. But, you know. There's really nothing being played in work anymore. <laughs> <laughs> True that. All right. We're glad you're with us on this uh, Tuesday morning. Drive safely out there. Some wet streets, wet roads. Uh, let's get a check of weather, see how long this rain might be with us today, and we'll be back with more after that and a short break. Glad you're with us. John Morris, Garrett Ross in studio on a Tuesday, 23rd day of June 2020. Brought to you by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Also brought to you by DMRA Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly cloudy and muggy today with a 60% chance of scattered showers and a few thunderstorms. Highs topping out at 84 degrees. We could see an isolated thunderstorm early this evening. Otherwise, just mostly cloudy skies with lows dropping to 69. And tomorrow, partly sunny skies. Another muggy day with a 20% chance of rain and a high of 88. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5, 6, and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Local HVAC company 3C Mechanical is hiring for multiple positions immediately. Residential and commercial service technicians, residential installers, commercial installers. All positions require at least three years of experience. Pay based on experience, $12 to $35 per hour with health, vision, and dental benefits. Apply today in person or submit resumes online at 3cmechanicaltechnologies.com. They're located at 5774 South University Parks Drive in Waco. Call them at 254-315. 4362. Times are different right now, but as things begin to open and you need to get back on the road, make sure your vehicle is ready with Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center. 
With the demand high, supplies could be short soon. So get your car in today and make sure you're ready to hit the road. Our ASC certified technicians will ensure your vehicle is in its best working order in no time. Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center, where your troubles are our business. Why not make it quick and easy to feed the entire family? Just stop by Bush's Chicken for Tender Tuesday. You get 16 tenders, a family gravy, and four rolls for just $11.99. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. Now more than ever, we all need a strong immune system. Healthy diet, along with the right supplements, help support your immune system, specifically multivitamin and vitamin D. Dallas's own Cooper Clinic recommends vitamins to improve the quality and quantity of its patients' lives. Use coupon code IMMUNE20 on coopercomplete.com to get 20% off any purchase. That's IMMUNE20 at coopercomplete.com for 20% off. Make Cooper part of your daily regimen and support that immune system. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Summer is here, and so is home improvement season. It's time to get those windows replaced. Call Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760 and be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. Now, back to today's JMO Radio Show. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Back with us, John Morris, Gary Ross in studio on this Tuesday morning. We're brought to you in part by, well, Pioneer Steel and Pipe, the Pioneer Boys. That's their website, pioneerboys.com. Uh, 24-7, you can get access to everything they have available there. They have locations, physical locations in Waco and Bryan. In Waco, it's 913 South Loop Drive and Orchard Lane. And another location uh, down in Bryan, they're open Monday through Friday, 730 to 5, Saturday 8 to noon. A little rain's not going to slow down the Pioneer Boys at all. At Pioneer Steel and Pipe, their reputation has been built one customer at a time. Their objective is to make sure their customers 
leave satisfied with their buying experience. Basically, your one-stop shop for all your steel needs. If you're building a metal building or a, uh, how about a barn dominium and don't know how to get started, well, the guys at Pioneer Steel and Pipe will help you find the best contractor for the project. They service the largest selection of metal building contractors in Central Texas and would be happy to point you in the right direction. Serving Central Texas since 1943, family-owned business, Family uh, run four generations going back to 1943. That is Pioneer Steel and Pipe and on the web at pioneerboys.com. You're back with us, John Morris and Garrett Ross. And uh, news from Baylor yesterday, and this is going to be, a, uh, I think, a Monday uh, or, or at least a weekly update okay. on where things stand with Baylor student-athletes. You've probably seen this uh, by now, but there have been eight positive cases uh, in 109 student-athletes tested. Uh, four of the eight are symptomatic, four are asymptomatic. And you think, all right, last week uh, there were three, right? Yeah. Remember we said there were three, and now there's eight. That's not 11 total. That's eight total. Right. So three last week, five new ones, so eight total. That means there have been 101 uh, negative cases. Uh, Baylor Athletics will continue to work in partnership with Baylor University Health Services, Baylor Scott & White, Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, and the Waco-McLennan County Public Health District to ensure best practices as they take steps to being, uh, in quotes, uh, reunited. Uh, BaylorBears.com slash reunited is the website. Mm. So that's the latest on uh, Baylor student-athletes. Eight have tested positive, and Baylor does not make the distinction of uh, are these football, are these soccer, are these volleyball, cross-country, you know, or any other sport. It's just student-athletes, and eight have tested positive. I mean, you don't want any test to come back positive but you know it's going to happen but when you look in the grand scheme of things and what other schools have gone through eight's not a bad number right and i mean they're still rotating them in right by 20 as far as i know i hadn't heard anything different from that so i mean you're gonna that's really not that bad of a ratio it's just it just is what it is right Right. now with this right uh, you know, some of those we talked about some of the other schools and some of their numbers. Clemson had uh, 28 test positive mm-hmm. uh, uh, student athletes and staff. 23 of those were student athletes. Uh, what was the number at LSU? LSU had 30. 30. Yeah, 30 at LSU. Yeah. Um, uh, Kansas State had a number to a point that they shut down the voluntary workouts. So just by comparison, not saying that those schools are doing anything wrong no. at all, but those are just some of the numbers at some of the schools out there. Yeah, I mean, you can't control what the kids are doing before when they're not on campus. <laughs> right. you know, so you never know what you're going to get when you have them coming back onto campus. Yeah. You don't know where they've been. Right. <laughs> so eight is the number of positive tests uh, right now as of this week for, uh, for Baylor student-athletes. Uh, let you know this also. Uh, did this start today or yesterday? Oh, it started last night. So uh, the ongoing construction of I-35 through Waco and around Baylor, um, beginning last night, crews were setting beams for the 4th and 5th Street southbound I-35 overpass, if you can picture that, Mm -hmm. 4th and 5th Street. So the project closes 4th and 5th Streets under I-35 from, uh, mm, oh, so it's not... Oh, so they're doing it overnight. So it's 5 p.m. to 8 a.m. nightly through Friday. I thought it was closed permanently till till Friday, till they got it done. But it's just closed uh, to do that work overnight. 
So, but keep that in mind, uh, beginning at 5 p.m. again today and every day through Friday, uh, the uh, 4th and 5th Streets under I-35 will be closed. I've had to, I've gone and found like alternate routes this whole, yeah. I've been, you know, just driving around trying to find different little ways to get down there. So it's beneficial. I found one that, cause you know how they have all those restaurants by fourth and fifth. Oh, yeah. you know? So I would always just exit off on fourth and go around. Right. So now I found like this little cut off from 18th to Dutton that'll oh, take me yeah. around. So yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a little way, there's ways around the traffic. There are. Yeah, there are. And, uh, you know, those businesses, God bless them, man. Yeah. They, they seem like they're still doing pretty well even though it's difficult to get to them. I mean, because they're, I mean, they're just in a perfect uh, perfect location, so you've got to find a way to get to them, and you're going to do well. I mean, because there's so many people that work and do everything around Baylor, you're going to need lunch, and that's just the quickest way to get to that's them. That's it. Yeah, good options down there, too. Yes. All right, a uh, couple of things to keep in mind there. Let's take a break. On the other side, let you hear from Cody Hall. You'll enjoy hearing from him. Information on the business side of Baylor Athletics. Cody is our uh, associate AD for finance, and, uh, man, he has sharpened his pencil to a fine point, looking for ways to uh, save in the budget but still uh, do things in a first-class way, and uh, and they've got a good plan. They've got really got a good plan in place. So you'll hear from Cody Hall when we come back. Glad you're with us on this Tuesday morning. John Morris Show brought to you by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. At Baylor University, students find their place to shine. They're faithful friends and inspirational leaders. They're championship teammates and independent thinkers. They're on the cutting edge of high tech and in the halls of history. If you want to make the world a brighter place, you can. And if you want to shine in your own way, you can. The spark you need is already inside you. Bring it to Baylor, where lights shine bright. Recently on the John Morris Show. Felicia Mulkey, our guest, coach Baylor Acrobatics and Tumbling. We're not done. We've got a lot to do, but this is just a major hurdle. We are now an emerging sport, an official NCAA emerging sport in all three divisions. And people say, well, what does that mean? What's different? Well, because Baylor has always done it the right way. My student-athletes can now proudly say that, but we've always been treated that way anyway. Sure. But mm-hmm. now, across the country, this is going to grow. And that, that, stamp of, that stamp of legitimacy of an NCAA emerging sport will allow so many other schools to add it who have been sitting there looking at it. You know, not every school is a change agent like Baylor. Not every school is visionary who will step out in front and take the lead. So, for me... We'll see for my student athletes. I get emotional, but sure. it's uh, it's just such such a big day. The John Morris Show weekdays at 9 a.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Summer is here, and so is home improvement season. It's time to get those windows replaced. Call Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems, and they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. Universal Windows Central Texas.com. That's Universal Windows Central Texas.com. Or call 254 301 7760. And be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. 
Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. ESPN Radio Sports. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco. 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday 8 to 6, Saturday 8 to 5. Monday, Baylor Athletics updated their COVID-19 test results. Currently, they have eight positive cases, four asymptomatic and four symptomatic, and have 101 negative cases. Baylor will continue to give a report on both positive and negative tests on a weekly basis. Hall of Famer Serene Williams joined Unnecessary Roughness with Ward White's Emil Monday to talk about Dak Prescott signing his franchise tag and her thoughts on if he gets a long-term deal done with the Cowboys. Deadlines tend to drive deals. Facing the deadline, they'll start working on it probably a week before that and try to find a way to get it done. The Cowboys are probably going to have to accept that he's going to play under a four-year deal or it's not going to get done, and I just don't know if the Cowboys are going to be willing to give in to that or not. For the complete interview, check out our Twitter page at 1660 ESPN. Sports Center every 20 minutes. Only on ESPN Central Texas. This is the John Morris Show. Proudly presented by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. You know, there is a little bit of a stereotype in business offices and intercollegiate athletics. Like I said, stand in the way of progress. CF no, you know, always saying no to me. Uh, we're solution providers. It may not be able to get done right then, but you can promise we're going to follow through in two weeks and say, hey, we've started uh, plucking away at that new initiative you're looking to create, and we're setting aside funding to make that happen for you. Now, back to today's JMO Radio Show. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. That's Cody Hall, Baylor's uh, Associate AD for Finance. As such, he has been a busy man lately. I want you to hear from him some of the things uh, going on in uh, on the business side of Baylor Athletics. Cody Hall visited with us recently on uh, one of our Sikkim podcasts. So you hear Brooke Bednars and I visiting with Cody. Uh, first question to him is, uh, he, he has been a busy man, uh, asked about some of the things that have been going on budget-wise during this pandemic. Yeah, we, we've been busy, but uh, this is when you, you really see leader, leaders step up and uh, can't thank our team enough uh, when you look at uh, just across the board, the business operations, accounting, uh, uh, ITS, it falls into this with getting student athletes their technology when they went back home, uh, as well as equipment services downstairs and working through some of those angles, uh, employment operations. It's all been affected, the internal side. Uh, but we've been busy. It's uh, It's been a growth opportunity. We've been navigating through this. 
I was looking at this the other day, kind of looking at our team as a whole. So we're made up of about 12 individuals across all of those units. And it's 89 years of combined wow. experience wow. with Baylor Athletics. Mm. So uh, I'm grateful for that. My heart fills with gratitude. But you, you need to lean in these times of, uh, of uncertainty to seasoned professionals, talented, uh, who care and love for Baylor, care and love for our student athletes. And, and ultimately, uh, we've been very successful uh, through this process, um, looking ahead to FY21 when more uncertainty kind of lies in wait out there. Uh, but I think we've done a, a really good job planning out budget impact scenarios, really modeling what could happen, what our response plan is going to be, how do we take care of our customers uh, when it happens and make sure they're, they're good, our corporate sponsors, all the above. It's all been impacted by COVID. Uh, it's left nothing to spare. Just about every sector of the economy uh, has been impacted. So uh, we've leaned on our peers, uh, see what they're doing. And ultimately, just I think it's brought people closer together to make sure that, uh, hey, we're navigating the same waters. Let's see if we can lean on each other and, and get through this time together. Budgeting isn't something that when a problem arises, you can just figure it out then and there. It takes a lot of planning and preparation to get to the point where you can move forward through a situation like we're in right now. How do you feel your team has done in the years prior leading up to this to where when COVID hit the situation you guys found yourselves in? Yeah, I, we've felt extremely blessed um, and, and not saying that others haven't done a good job planning. Um, but I've, I've talked to a lot of our peers across the country, and everybody is scrambling right now. It's not to say that, that we haven't felt that way. Um, but I just give credit to our coaching staffs, our head coaches. Um, some have been here a long time. Some have been here a short time. Uh, but it speaks to the Baylor family, the buy-in. Uh, we have great people um, who, when we ask, can you make a concession here on the way you're traveling to this specific competition, competition to make budget, uh, I'm ready to go. Let's make sure we bust to that. Let's not fly to that. Uh, so it's just been across the board buy-in that has helped us over the years, for years now, put monies in reserves, make sure that we're being good financial stewards with Baylor's resources, uh, with the students who are paying tuition to come to Baylor. Uh, it's a shared responsibility. And from a recruiting standpoint, team travel, supplies, game guarantees, equipment within our sport program budgets, on average, Baylor Athletics spends about seventh through ninth in the league in those areas. That's not us being restrictive. It's a, it speaks to our coaches saying, hey, I don't need to have the luxury way of getting there. Let me just do the reasonable and necessary. Let's put those in reserves because we've been planning. Um, we know that there's a rainy day that's always going to come ahead of us. Um, and so if we can get out in front of that and it's here now, there will be more in the future. Uh, that helps us solve the problem and also not have to impact our people, uh, impact our student athletes. Uh, and I'll go as far as to say uh, just about across the board, COVID struck. We submitted our budget for FY21 on March 9th. March 12th, everything shut down. Wow. Um, wow. So that's when the process started. We increased just about every sport program budget in those areas I just mentioned to keep pushing that competitive advantage to build athletic success, uh, academic achievement for our student athletes. We peeled back none of that. So we're able to, to address right now with what we know today uh, with increased enhanced operating budgets. And, and again, that's not anything we've done to wave a magic wand. Uh, it's been years of our coaches and everybody really rallying together to say, yeah, I can make concessions, uh, help out the business office, help the budget, all the team effort. And now we're here today and everybody's going to benefit from that, that, uh, that collaborative, uh, collaborative effort. Hmm. I think most people listening to us uh, know you were a student athlete here. You were a pitcher for uh, for Baylor baseball and worked with the baseball program for a while. But in your position now, how does that experience going through Baylor as a student athlete, how does that impact what you do on a day-to-day -day basis now? 
So feel extremely uh, to blessed to have the opportunity uh, that I had, and 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 thank God for giving me that opportunity. I met my wife here; she was a soccer player. Um, it was just a pivotal time in my life that really shaped uh, who I am today, um, and really set me on the road uh, to where I'm at today. And um, you know, I think back to that time. I don't usually think about that very often, but uh, this week uh, I got reminded by a bunch of buddies of mine sending a, a group text around 15 year anniversary for oh, the dog pile and yeah. punching the ticket to the College World <laughs> Series. I had very little to do with that. Do with that. Let me say that. Uh, played with a lot of talented guys, but um, playing back then, uh, you know, really set me kind of the appreciation level for what I'm doing today. I, you know, I saw that the bus was ready to go. The airfare was booked. The pregame meals were always set up, organized in the hotel. The lodging was accommodated. The keys were ready. And I remember thinking at that time, hey, there's a lot of behind-the-scenes work that's making this happen. And so, um, you know, I I went from there, was thankful that my coaches, Steve Smith at the time, you know, gave me an opportunity to uh, become the GA, Director of Baseball Operations, as soon as I finished my career. Um, and that led me further down the track of being able to execute those things. And it really created the love, the passion, the why of if I had such a good experience, this is a way I can give back to student athletes here at Baylor and continue every year making their experience even better than, than mine was. And so... Um, I'm thankful for Baylor. Uh, I'm Baylor through and through. Uh, got my undergraduate here, master's degree here, and uh, and have worked here since 2007. And and uh, it just speaks to the people you come in contact with. That I think Baylor's a special place because of its people. And and um, and and yeah. So being a student athlete was a real blessing and, and led me on this track. You mentioned recognizing all the things when you were a student athlete that were going on behind the scenes, the meals, the lodging, all that. Um, knowing that even if they're physically not here because of the current situation with the pandemic, we still have the obligation to supply them with the things that they need to be successful just wherever they are. Um, so how knowing your background as a student athlete, what, what would you say from your perspective, this might be like for them? It's a, it's a great question. And I, and I've thought about it uh, because it's unprecedented. So much of this has been unprecedented you know, when I was a student athlete, what I loved and, and still love, and it, I think student athletes uh, who compete and just sports kind of wire you this way a little bit, uh, but it's just that structure, that routine, and, and that drive that uh, sometimes the schedule pushes you and sometimes you're pushing the schedule. Um, but we have some very high-achieving student athletes um, that are pushing to, to break the limits every day. And so I think probably what's been the toughest on them is, is just the immediate abrupt ending uh, to everything you know to be normal. Uh, everything that you long for to finish out a season, to compete, to compete for championships, uh, for that matter, to practice after the game and get better. And so I think those uh, the lack of routine and structure uh, was probably the first and foremost thing to get used to for our student athletes. But just when you think, hey, this may impact them, maybe off the field, right, academically, um, across the board, you're seeing this on social media. I mean, our student athletes stepped up in such a way that we're breaking decade and lifetime long GPA records uh, for, for term and cumulative for the 1920 year uh, speaks to our, our SACE department, student athlete center for excellence, excellence led by Marcus Sedberry and just them to be hands-on our student athletes to stay focused, committed to finishing out the year strong, even without sport, they did it academically. And I think that speaks to the resilience resolve of our student athletes and, and them knowing that uh, this will come back soon. Uh, but let me take care of what I can control um, and just really proud of our student athletes through that and everything that, that that's taken to uh, to achieve. 
along those lines uh, with the decision to allow spring student-athletes to come back uh, for another year for those seniors to have another senior year. Uh, that's that's the right decision. That's great for them. But there's a financial impact to that also, which is uh, right in your wheelhouse. Uh, tell us about that part of that decision. So um, uh, the right decision for sure, um, and I, this is where I can apply myself as a student-athlete. I would have wanted that year back, sure. and I wanted that year back for these student athletes. Um, you know, you put so much time, energy, and effort in, and then and it abruptly ends. And and life is not always fair, but when given the opportunity to have a, a repeat and a second chance, certainly uh, we would all want that. And so, uh, there have been uh, added scholarship cost, uh, which uh, again we planned and prepared for. So uh, you can't plan for everything, but again, this goes back to good financial stewardship, and it's not the business office doing it. It's such a 219 employees across the, the division of athletics uh, being locked arm in arm and ready to embrace each other and say, I can make one concession or compromise here. And uh, we want to be solution providers uh, and make things happen when we can. But uh, we have very uh, intentional conversations with our coaches about what moves the needle for, for wins and losses, what moves the needle to impact that student athlete and, and, and transform their life while they're here. And hey, we can we cannot do some of these things over here and maybe kick those for a year. And I just think again, that's what uh, I hear some of my colleagues talk, and it's not always the case. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a battle and a rift between you're standing in the way of progress. I need the resources. I'm at a competitive disadvantage. We don't get that here, um, and that's not live service. And that just speaks to the heart of people, um, and knowing that we can be successful if we're locked arm in arm. And so we will uh, we will be ready to address increased scholarship costs along with that come. Hey, more lockers in a locker room, potentially. The roster size uh, increases, more equipment, more supplies. Um, but we're, we're ready for that. That's built into our budget impact scenarios, and, and so we're ready to address it. The spring sports coming back was kind of the first big financial situation, I think, that most people think about whenever – um, they think about the coronavirus situation. Um, but now that we're kind of starting to get some of our athletes back on campus, specifically our football athletes, there are more impacts to revenue streams um, with the different screenings and things of that nature. So can you kind of walk us through now that we're kind of coming well, a little bit out of it? I don't want to put that out there, but there, there's some light at the end of the tunnel. Um, sure. So as things are kind of transitioning to that, where we're at. Uh, for sure. There, there is hope and optimism out there, and, and we definitely want to hang on that on to that as well. Uh, I, w- I will share a number. When spring sports, winter sports, and championships and, and, um, and spring sports were canceled, <coughs> excuse me, so that was an, an immediate $1.5 million savings to Baylor Athletics. And it was a savings because obviously it takes a lot to put on an event, produce an event, game management, event production. Um, as well as just the travel cost and everything that our teams would experience by, by finishing out. So we clearly have that budgeted for them to, to uh, compete at a high level. So we took that $1.5 million and that's where we started addressing, along with other reserves, what's to come. Uh, because if you talk to, to you know, my colleagues across the country, anywhere from $5 million and no less is what everybody's projecting as the lowest loss for the upcoming FY21 year, up to – $40 million. Wow. Uh, and clearly when you look at the $40 million, you're talking about schools who 100,000 seat capacity at a football stadium and, and maybe only being a third or 50%. Um, and so, you know, Baylor falls in the middle there. And so uh, we've looked at that money that we've saved, trying to plan ahead, uh, produce models that, that represent 50% capacity, 30% capacity, uh, football with no fans, consolidated season, maybe nine games versus 12. 
gone through all of those scenarios and really said, how does this affect Bear Foundation annual giving, ticket revenue, conference revenue, <clears throat> um, TV uh, revenue, as, as well as corporate sponsorship revenue and, and the like. And so as we look ahead, one of the biggest costs, you know, everybody's been focused on the revenue declines uh, that, that we potentially will experience and businesses across the country have experienced. But now you look at, at the cost of, okay, positive tests or potential screenings. Do you do antibody screening, surveillance screening, all different costs? And so as we look at surveillance testing, if we were to do surveillance testing for all 500-plus student-athletes year-round for the entire FY21 year, that's north of a million dollars. Wow. So you could easily take the savings generated, generated by the end of spring um, and then just really need to apply that over to offset what the testing could be for, for the year to come. So revenue declines and increased costs, that's, that's a bad model. Um, but not just intercollegiate athletics business across the country are, are, are pretty much performing the same analysis. And you have to you have to make those decisions uh, based on what we know today. You know, things are changing almost almost daily uh, as far as what's the best test, what's the cost of those tests. I mean, I know you're you're a black and white guy <laughs> in in most respects, but there's so much unknown out there. How do you, in your mind, uh, you know, kind of come to terms with the unknowns that are still ahead of us? Uh, it's it's created a little bit of anxiety. I'll say that. Um, you know, I, the 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 hamster's always on the wheel per se at night. Usually, sometimes you know, staring at the ceiling as to creative ways, strategic ways we can get out in front of what that that unknown might might be. I've used the analogy: this, you know, it's a thousand piece jigsaw puzzle, and they only gave you six hundred pieces, mm-hmm. and you're trying to put it together. So you have to step back and realize you're not going to know everything, and and just really make sure that you have a response plan in place to really address how are you going to handle your customers, make sure that Baylor's loyal supporters are feeling good, taken care of, um, <clears throat> knowing that you're going to have to have a team effort. Everybody's got, got to be locked arm in arm to get through it and make sure that we uh, we all come out on the other side better. Um, but for us, you can only model up to a certain, certain place before you have to say no more, and then we'll really have to hit reset, recalibration. If there's a resurgence of, uh, of COVID, we'll, we'll deal with that when, when that comes. That's Cody Hall. He is the Associate AD for Finance for Baylor Athletics. That um, audio portion of our most recent Sikkim podcast, and it included Cody and Jeremiah Dickey. So the uh, overriding title of that uh, Sikkim podcast was The Business of Baylor Athletics. And really good information from Cody, and you can see how uh, diligent he is uh, in that role and how hard the job is right now. And again, uh, let me say it's not just Cody. I mean, Cody is uh, front and center with with all of that, but it's that entire business group with uh, under Jeremiah Dickey, uh, with Nancy Post and Cody and Allison Dillon and Carolyn Morrison and uh, Kate Smith and uh, Chris Istry. So a great group uh, in the business office there at Baylor and uh, Garrett. Um, they are earning their money for sure, uh, but but they you know they have such a servant's heart mm-hmm. is, is the best thing about it, and they want to be uh, you know do things the right way. But there's just some tough decisions to make right now. There really is, and you know. I- I feel for all of them having to make those decisions. It's got to be very stressful, but they're obviously qualified to do it. And, you know, I think they're going to ultimately make the right decisions. And, you know, it's going to be 
difficult, but they'll be able to handle it. Yeah, definitely. They're, we got the right people in those positions. So, uh, you know, they, they are doing a really good job and hope you enjoyed hearing from Cody. All right, let's take a break. Back with more in just a moment. Final shop, uh, final segment, close up shop. Give you some birthdays, look ahead to the day ahead and more when we come back. John Morris, Garrett Ross in studio on this Tuesday morning. Rain has stopped for now. And we'll be back with more in a moment here on ESPN Central Texas. With more than 160,000 alumni worldwide and counting, the Baylor family is growing. And through the university's expanded Baylor alumni program, the family is growing closer. With hundreds of local volunteers planning events in cities and towns around the country, you can gather with fellow Bears no matter where you are. So get connected, get something started, get involved, and make plans to get together with Baylor alumni. Visit us at baylor.edu slash alumni. There's a line drive into center field. McKinney's coming on. He dives. He makes the play. What a play. It's center field by freshman Jerry McKenzie on a line drive that was sinking. He comes in and he dives. He scoops underneath it for the second out of this inning, and that's a sports center top ten play. Boom. The home of Baylor Bear Baseball. ESPN Central Texas. Johnny Steaks and Barbecue in Salado proudly presents Parker McCollum in concert with special guest Wynn Williams for two big concerts, Friday, June 26th and Saturday, June 27th. If you purchase tickets for the postponed April the 11th show, those tickets will be valid for the already sold-out Saturday concert. Get your tickets for Parker McCollum's Friday show at Johnny's or online at johnnysteaksandbbq.com. $25 in advance, $30 day of the show. Johnny's is announcing that the previously designated lawn section is now a cheer section, which will give you the right to bring in your own lawn chair and sit in a limited capacity designated area. All ages require a ticket and the clearback policy and reduced capacity restriction will be enforced. Don't miss Parker McCollum in concert with special guest Wood Williams for two big concerts Friday, June 26th and Saturday, June 27th at Johnny Sakes and Barbecue in Salado. Just like a cowboy should do Just like a cowboy should do in the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. When it's more than just your lawn, it deserves the Kubota Z400. Get a head-turning offer on class-leading speed, agility, simple deck height adjustments, and a quality cut. When you need comfort and performance, then you need the professional-grade Kubota Z400. Right now, get the Kubota Z400 mower for zero down and 0% APR for 48 months or save $300 now through June 30th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. WC Tractor, now with five convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. Why not make it quick and easy to feed the entire family? Just stop by Bush's Chicken for Tender Tuesday. You get 16 tenders, a family gravy, and four rolls for just $11.99. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. 
ESPN Radio Sports. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco. 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, Saturday, 8 to 5. Monday, Baylor Athletics updated their COVID-19 test results. Currently, they have eight positive cases, four asymptomatic and four symptomatic, and have 101 negative cases. Baylor will continue to give a report on both positive and negative tests on a weekly basis. Hall of Famer Shereen Williams joined on Necessary Roughness with Ward White's Emil Monday to talk about Dak Prescott signing his franchise tag and her thoughts on if he gets a long-term deal done with the Cowboys. Deadlines tend to drive deals. Facing the deadline, they'll start working on it probably a week before that and try to find a way to get it done. The Cowboys are probably going to have to accept that he's going to play under a four-year deal or it's not going to get done, and I just don't know if the Cowboys are going to be willing to give in to that or not. For the complete interview, check out our Twitter page at 1660 ESPN. Center every 20 minutes. Only on ESPN Central Texas. With this final segment, John Morris Show on this Tuesday morning. John Morris, Garrett Ross, CN Studio. Hope you enjoyed hearing from uh, from Cody Hall uh, in the hour. Part of our Sikkim podcast. We'll have a new Sikkim podcast out tomorrow. I don't think it's up to me to announce here on the air ahead of time who that is. Hmm. But uh, so this time tomorrow, I'll tell you. Okay. It is spectacular. It's already been recorded. It's already in the can, and it is spectacular. So. I'll let everybody know more tomorrow. So stay tuned for that. (laughs) Not that Cody Hall and Jeremiah Dickey weren't spectacular also. They are (laughs) and were on the podcast, but uh, another new one coming up tomorrow. All right, uh, mention some birthdays here on this Tuesday morning, 23rd day of June. Chuck Sivis' birthday is today. I know a lot of you uh, listening probably know Chuck, man about Waco. Happy birthday to Chuck Sivis. Brian Remsen's birthday is today. Uh, Had there been uh, little league t-ball baseball this year mm-hmm. uh brian would have been young truett beard's coach oh man. yeah and awesome. and ty beard would have been the assistant coach but brian would have been the coach and they didn't get to play they didn't have the season they'd already paid for the uh shirts and caps so they got those and uh, parents and grandparents that had paid yeah. for the caps <laughs> we got those also that's awesome so uh it's kind of like a yeah, you know, the season that never happened, right. it is very much that, but uh, we got the t-shirts <laughs> to show for it. It's interesting <laughs> to see how, like, some people are doing Little League and others aren't, because I know in Robinson they're doing it, and I've kind of questioned that. But. I know. <laughs> some more power to them. You yeah. know, some are doing it, but uh, this would have been uh, Woodway, Midway Little League, right. and they did not play. Uh, David Geyer's birthday is today. Happy birthday to David Geyer. Uh, Zach Burke used to work here at the radio station. Today's Zach's birthday. Uh, happy birthday to Zach. A spry 32 years old today. Uh, who else? Uh, Bruce Bennett, Bear Bennett, uh, Julie Bennett's uh, husband. Uh, Bear's birthday is today, so happy birthday to him. Julie uh, will text me every now and then that she's listening, so hopefully they're listening. Have a great birthday uh, to Bruce Bennett. Mm, LaCurtis Jones, former Baylor linebacker uh, out of Waco High. Today is LaCurtis's birthday. Mike LaShawn worked uh, worked with my husband, my my wife before she retired from Baylor. But uh, today is Mike's birthday. And let's see, I think, hang on, who am I missing here? It's Jim Peeler's birthday today. Jim works at uh, KWTX. I think Jim's still there, as far as I know, and he's been there forever. 
So Jim and I work together at KWTX TV, and uh, and Jim is one of the uh, uh, one of the great guys, really, there at the station and in the business. Mm-hmm. And uh, as far as I know, Jim is still working there. I'll find out. But happy birthday to Jim Peeler. Anybody to add to that? Uh, yeah, uh, Coach Tom McVeigh at Gustine today says birthday. Nice, so nice. I wish him a happy birthday. Very good. All right, Coach, happy birthday to you as well. Uh, what do we have coming up later in in the day? Well, unnecessary roughness comes up at noon, noon to three, and Q tells us they have uh, these interviews lined up. Uh, Patrick Walker of CBS Sports that comes up at twelve thirty. Tim Watkins of BearsIllustrated.com comes up at 1.30. And then Landon, uh, Landon Dietrich uh, at 2 o'clock today. Uh, he's out of Riesel and then played at UMHB Baseball and uh, signed a free agent contract with the uh, Washington Nationals. That's awesome. Uh, I think it just happened yesterday or in the last couple of days. So uh, well done and good luck to Landon Dietrich out of Riesel and UMHB headed into professional baseball. Uh, good luck to him and mm-hmm. those uh, those uh, free agent signings this year. Uh, I think are really crucial because the draft was only five rounds. Right. Normally it's forty, so that's a huge difference in players. You know that would have been drafted if the, if it was a normal year of the draft, but makes uh, free agent signings you know that much more important. It does. It's also good to see a, a person from a smaller school you know be able to get that opportunity and live out their dream. Yeah, very cool. So Landon, uh, congratulations to you. And uh, you can hear from him later today on uh, Unnecessary Roughness. That comes up today at 2. So Unnecessary Roughness, noon to 3. The Matt Mosley Show, 3 to 6 today, all right here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, Matt uh, keeps things close to the vest. Uh, If we knew who he had scheduled, we would definitely let you know. But uh, we'll find out. Uh, We'll all be surprised together. Yeah, he's pretty secretive about that. I don't know why, but... (laughs) <laughs> if we knew, we would share that with you. It's not that we're ignoring uh, his guest list. All right, um, what else? Uh, we finished off uh, with our family. We sort of finished off Father's Day weekend last night, mm-hmm. and it was a lot of fun. We got together at uh, Ty and Megan's house last night, had dinner, shared gifts. Uh, young uh, Truett Beard, is only a four-year-old, can can do, said, is it just dads that get presents? <laughs> <laughs> Fair question from a four-year-old, you know? Yeah. Um, And we said, uh, had to say, yeah, but every day is kid's day. Right. You know, Father's Day comes around once a year, Mother's Day once a year, but kind of every day is kid's day. Yes. They're always going to get presents no matter what, (laughs) anytime. Especially from the grandparents. (laughs) (laughs) But it was fun. We had fun uh, getting together and shared a meal together, uh, put the kids in bed, and then sat around the kitchen table and played skip bow. You, you said you played this way back? I've, I've played it a couple of times. I'm not, you know, I haven't played it that often. It's not like Uno that I play, you know, right. pretty regularly, right. but I've played Skip Bow. It was good. I'd never played, I'd heard of it, but I'd never played it before. Mm-hmm. So it was good. We did, uh, we didn't win. Art and Maddie won. Uh, so we played in teams, but uh, but it was fun to do. Yeah. I mean, you can't really beat that. Just sitting around and playing cards. So it's, it's good right. time. Right. Uh, card games. What, what are some other card games? Uno is one. Have Uno. you ever played a game called Nerts? I've you never heard, heard of, that? of that. What is that? I can't describe it. Uh, Terry and I used to, at one point, I think early in our marriage, mm-hmm. we played that a lot with uh, with some friends. And now I, I don't even remember how to right. play. I'm sure it'd come back to me, but it was. I can remember at the time we really enjoyed it. We'll play spades a lot. Spades is yeah, good. Spades is fun. Yep, yep. spades is good. Um, yeah, about it. That's about all the card games that we're 
that we play. Yeah, we're kind of the same. Uh, oh, it's in a card game. See, well, kind of a sequence is a game. Yeah. You played sequence? Yes, I played that a couple we times. We like that, so that's fun. So there you go. Uh, Heavy-duty Morris uh, games <laughs> 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 that, we, that we like to play. All right, we're going to move out of here. Uh, remember, Unnecessary Roughness comes in today, noon to 3. The Matt Mosley Show today, 3 to 6. Appreciate uh, hearing from Cody Hall, again, part of the Sikkim podcast. That was not the entire segment with Cody. If you want to hear the entire thing and hear from Jeremiah Dickey as well, uh, just go wherever you download podcasts and you can listen to that. Uh, just search Sikkim podcast uh, on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you consume your podcast. And uh, you, you enjoy hearing more from Cody and then enjoy hearing from JD as well. So check that out. We've got a new Sikkim podcast that will be uh, released and unveiled tomorrow. And we can talk about it uh, tomorrow at this time. But thanks to uh, Cody for his time sitting down with Brooke Bednars and I for the uh, Sikkim podcast. Oh, and I didn't mention yesterday we had our Baylor Football Live show on Saturday. How'd that go? Uh, it was very good. I mean, it was very good. So I hope people enjoyed that. The reaction was really good. And I think people enjoyed hearing from Coach Aranda mm-hmm. and Larry Fedora and Ron Roberts and then some players as well. So uh, it, it just went really, really well. I'm glad they were able to do that because that's a good idea. You know, give everybody an option to hear him and the timing as well with, when they put it out. You know, you're going to have a bunch of people gathered. So I'm sure there was yeah. a lot of families listening. That's it. So I think it was very well received, well done by everyone uh, getting that done and produced. All right, uh, Lord willing, we'll talk to you tomorrow at 9. Have a great day. This is ESPN Central Texas. All right, I want to thank everybody for jumping on.